Media podcast getting started here, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and thank you for for those who are, are new you know, to hear so our podcast. I'm your host Kelvin Crawford with our engineer and media specialist Vince Love, and uh, my, uh, my one of my main partners, Mr. Brodney Kennard, is not here today, but uh, he'll be here next week. We have a, a interesting, interesting topic today uh, for podcast mental illness in, our, in sports and our community. I would like to introduce a, a guest speaker today, Ms. Andrea Walker. Uh, she's currently with uh, Serenity Square and uh, another company called Lifehouse. Uh, thank you for being us with us uh, today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. All right. All right. Well, um, tell me a little bit about yourself and then we get right into the questions. Well, um, as you said, I'm on I'm Andrea Walker. I own the uh, Randy Square and Life House Community Living. Um, I'm a nurse by trade. Oh, wow. I'm a psychiatric nurse um, by trade, and been that for six years out of 13 years of my nursing career. I'm a native of Chicago. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Um, the Bears, <laughs> the Bulls. Uh, right, you already know. <laughs> Gotta do better though. Yes, we do. You already know. Another topic, another day, huh? Right. I'm a mother of three, a grandmother of three. Oh wow. And and just full of life, full of um ministry. Um and 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 definitely wanna inform and encourage our people. All right, all right. That's who I am. Good, good, good. It's good to hear you because you uh glad that you're here and, and, and being involved and want to be on this topic. Uh, let's get right to the questions. Um, first question: What is mental illness to you? What is it? What is it in our community? Is is many of things. It's schizophrenia, bipolar, um, depression, manic depression. Uh, it, it, it is a lot. Um, in a black community, is more prominent. Um, than ever, but never spoken. Mm. Um, what do you think is never spoken? What was what, the issue on that end? It is, it's, it's cliche. It's, it's, it's something that we are, I guess, in past histories, ancestry histories, is, uh, is that just Ray Ray acting crazy? So it's always mm. brushed off. Yeah. It's never looked at as something serious. Um, being a victim of uh, a, a mental illness attack. Um, within my family um, that woke me up to our people being um, invisible oh, wow. not woke about the mental illness in our community the mental illness in your home mm. and the mental illness on your job alright now you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna get somebody some attention <laughs> around here now I mean um, because, I, because you're diagnosed with a mental illness of any nature doesn't mean you can't function. Doesn't mean you can't blend. So mental illness is suppressed uh, emotions, untreated, uh, chemical imbalance. A lot of a lot of that mixed up all in one, and it and it, it could end up being a, a chaos if it's not diagnosed not and if it's not treated. 
All right, well, tell me about that. that, that tell me about that that uh, incident with uh, within um, you know your family. So we a long line of healthcare providers in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, my aunt, at the age of forty-seven, was a a, a nurse herself, okay. uh, going into um, home health, the home health industry. Um, most nurses out there who listening um, to your your station, your podcast, you know, it's better to do home health versus working in nursing homes and hospitals, you know, things of that nature. So she um, dove into that industry and serviced a elderly person for several months who had a son who had a diagnosed mental illness of schizophrenia. Um, during that, I guess, four to six months uh, span of a term of caring for the mom, you know, he never showed ill will. You know, he 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 seemed to govern himself accordingly. Um, but it, and it wasn't no secret in that family household that uh, her son was mentally disturbed. Um, what ended up happening, he had a life towards my aunt. And that stemmed into something else. Uh, again, when you're talking about mental illness you're in schizophrenia, you're talking about people who hallucinate. You t- you're talking about people who make up things in their mind that's not true. Um, he decided to stop taking his meds. Now, was this a patient of, of, of your aunt? Or she? It was a patient of my aunt mm-hmm. whom she was caring for, which is the mom. But the mom had a, her son living in the home with her. So when you have nurses going out into these homes, um, that's dangerous. You know, you don't know what you're facing. You don't know what you're up against because our job is to care no matter what. That is what all nurses are going to do. Yeah, Never a, turn our back on the people. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough uh, uh, job right there. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, my aunt uh, was murdered by this individual whom she trusted for six months, whom she didn't think could do something like this. Um, long story short, um, when it all came out, it, he was mentally disturbed and he stopped taking his meds. And in a short term, he snapped. So he strangled her um, and drowned her. Beautiful lady, most given lady in the world. She'd do anything for you. Um, but she caught her faith caring. She caught her faith working. So during that time of her death, I was in my in my early twenties, and I was just tapping into the the healthcare industry. But I always, always thought about her situation. When you're dealing with people you don't know. So, um, yeah, that's 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 a that's my story. That was the start of my ministry of studying and diving a little bit more into mental illness. Andrea, this is Vincent, and um, hi, I, hi. I just have a question. I have also a question. Uh, what are some of the mental illness signs that you know someone can kind of look out for? It, let me tell you, mental illness mostly start with the simple word depression. Just as something simple as that, 
an untreated depression. And when it's an untreated depression, it turns into something else. And it turns into something else. So signs and symptoms of somebody with depression. Um, This person, hypothetically, was an outgoing person. Did a lot of things. Um, But suddenly you notice, as a friend or as a family member, that they're becoming withdrawn. Something happened. Something triggered. Something traumatic, stress, made this person go into that phase. So the the gotcha gotcha is that a, a manic depressed person can hide. So it's kind of hard to see the signs and symptoms unless you know that individual totally. Uh, they're not eating. Like I said, we're drawing from the family. We're drawing from the, 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 the inner circle you all used to be in. Um, they start giving things away. Is, is there you know? several mental, different variety or a variety of, of mental illness that that is out there? Yeah, there is a lot of uh, uh, mental illness. Um, I'm going to stick with depression. Uh, depression back in, in the 90s and 80s, it just used to be depression. But now you have manic depression. And manic depression can stem into uh, bipolar. Then it can stem into schizophrenia. Personality disorder. These, that's why it's so important as you take care of your physical body, take care of your mental. Take care of your mental. Notice your loved one changing in their spirit. Now, in the black community, we are lean on God. That's what we were raised on. Repeat that again. In, in the black community, our go-to is we're going to go to God. Okay. We're going to go to the church. Right now. We gonna go for I'm, I'm hoping you're coming back with something we we'll need some stirring up around here now. <laughs> but but that's not enough. Don't be ashamed to see a counselor. And again, we don't want nobody in our position, black people. Right, right. We don't want nobody. Oh, they can't help though. How are they going to help me while I'm doing this talking? Talking goes a long way. Especially if you're in the beginning stage of depression. Goes a long way. So, so within yourself, you know, you're starting to think, feel, will, thoughts, and stuff like that. You're not going crazy. We've been isolated due to COVID. So now a lot of that depression you're starting to see more than ever. So we have to pay attention to our mental health just as well as we do our physical. It's just important. Okay. Okay? Right. Um, I guess, you know, the negative question would be how, how do we seek help or, or get someone's help in that, in that state? In because, Texas, you know, in the state of Texas, mm-hmm. you know, it's always, um, uh, like I said, because mental illness is on the high due to the COVID pandemic, 211 has a list of um, mental illness support 
out there, systems out there, hotlines out there, counseling services. You know, you don't have to go sit on the couch. They counsel you on the phone now. They're making it available for any and everybody now because it's it's serious now. Right. It's real serious now. Um, is it curable? No. Mental illness has no cure. It can be, it can be controlled, but it can't be cured. It can't be cured. Yeah. I, I I hear that that special someone in the, in the background cooing. Um, it's so special. Right, one of the yeah, one of the right. newest editions. <laughs> the newest edition. My work never goes undone. I'm a, I'm a, I'm even a nurse in my home. Right, right, right. Wow, how old is um, he? He is now officially two months old, but he's three months premature. Oh, three months. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Three months premature. Um, again, when we're talking about our people, um, the substance abuse heightens mental illness. Uh, instead of people going to the doctor to seek help, or we can't afford it. That's the big thing. We can't afford help. So we shouldn't have excuses any, anymore. It should be out there that we're we are knowledgeable is that what you're saying basically try to get yeah. as much knowledge as you it's, can it's out there get seek help psychiatrists out there doing a lot of free services 211 is that go to um if you already have mental diagnosed mental illness nhmr is your your outreach program um that has a lot of services for the mental illness uh, if there's no reason to be shy about it or embarrassed about it. You're not alone. It's here. Now, how do we deal with it? How do we face the future? You're not a bad person. You're not an evil person. It's a chemical imbalance and it needs to be controlled with some other type of chemical, which is medication. Prayer is not the answer. The pastor is not the answer. Okay, now, now. It's, it's, it's encouraging. Ooh, watch your words. Watch your words over there. Very encouraging. Mm-hmm. But the realization of it is you have to seek professional help. help. Yeah. And you have to want it. You have to want the help. Yeah, that's um, key. That's that just like anything with, else, huh? Yeah, that person with mental illness, mm-hmm. they have to accept that they are mentally ill. Wow. But, but so... If, if you say that they have to accept it dude what do you think the percentage of in that mindset of hey you know what hey I'm, I'm mentally ill I need help is 55 to 55% of people in our culture uh, accept it acknowledge it if instead of uh, in the words of grandma and them they plaguing yourself with such disease educate yourself and mentor others educate others um back in again in the early 70s and, and when crack cocaine um was entered into into the united states it, it you were dealing with mental ill people then who was in the war and stuff like that um it, it needs to be shouted out now come it needs to come out the closet 
So no more taboo. We just really need to be it's discussing no it. It's, it's over for that. Yeah, I know. It's ta- over it was that Taraji? Really, yeah, mm-hmm. I think she's really, really being uh, outspoken throughout the country to talk and and discuss about that. I love what she's doing. I love what she's doing. Again, um, you have bipolar people in high professional positions, healthcare positions. They're your nurse. They're your doctors. They're your lawyers. They're your police. It's, it's there. So it it, it, it's it's part of society this so it's not going it's anywhere it's not going nowhere as long as we deal with um um the stress of, of living on this earth it's never gonna go anywhere it's him back for us with, with racism with the slavery that's where it started for the black and it just went from generation to generation to generation and as generations come, it got bigger and wider. So Ray Ray wasn't clean. Ray Ray was a mentally ill, an untreated, mentally ill person. But we gotta do something to, to help. How do we medicate these people? Medication is, is, is not affordable. That is the question. How do we help them? when they can't afford medication. Now, is there any grants or anything out there, or just there's other, I guess, companies? I never came across a grant for for medication. You know, some doctors will try, you know, to give samples. Like I said, MHMR is our diagnosed with some type of mental illness with behavior uh, uh, activity. Uh, they they definitely help your uh, help with insurance okay. to get it service. And tell me, give me uh, MHMR. Uh, what is it? Uh, what does it stand for? Uh, the acronym. Mental health, yep, mental retardation. Okay. And they still they are they still using the re- re- retardation part of that, or is it rehabilitation? It's a political correct word to say. Okay. okay. Special needs. Uh, that's another word you might hear out there in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but MH is mental health. Okay. Wow. Incredible, incredible. Um, is, is some of this preventable mental health? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to put myself on the limb and say yes. Mm. You know how we go work out. We, Mm -hmm. we, we, we. Again, we're more in the black community. We're more big on our physical self than our mental. So we need to we need to channel our concern to our mental now. We need to start getting out in, 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 in into the world, and we need to start communicating. Here's the deal: your psychiatrist don't have to have a PhD. It could be your best friend. You talk to them every day. You just have to ask. You have to open your mouth and say, hey, this is where my head is. This is what's going on. That's where it starts. That's that's where the prevention comes in at. This is, not, this to, is not an overnight fix. Oh, no. Mm-mm. 
There's something that you can't just this throw a working. pill out there and go, hey, I'll take one pill and it's cure all. No, 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 no. Because there's so many different medications out there from old to new. We don't know what works. So we try a lot of different medications on um, individuals um, to see what works for them. So and that, guess what? It don't last forever. The body gets immune to that medication. Oh, wow. So now we got to introduce another medication. That's why I said when people think it's a cure for it, there's no cure for it. It's mm. amazing. It's good information. Oh, here go to here go our other other thing we say in our community. Uh, the devil got them. Not a, again, it's not a spiritual warfare. It's just mental. Like I say, you 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 uh, you knocking on the door step with, with, with a lot of people on the Christian side of uh, yeah. When you take that, yeah, try to take, take that, that concept, out. yeah, on that end. <laughs> I, I, again, I'm sorry, ministers. I'm sorry, Bishop. I, I, we need you, but that's but we need more. Okay, okay, good, good, good. We got to pay some bills around here uh, yes, as well, so we're gonna get to right to uh, uh, our sponsor. Uh, our sponsor today is going to be uh, Doc Bookshop. Um, I want to just give a special thank you to the Doc Bookshop. Uh, they're one of the largest African-American-owned, fully-serviced bookstore in the state of Texas and Southwest. Uh, their mission is to inspire, inform, and entertain their customers through books and book-related events. The D- Bookshop also sells audiobooks, ebooks, and so much more. Uh, the Doc Bookshop is online at thedocbookshop.com or visit them on Instagram at the Doc Bookshop. All right, all right. I, I appreciate that. Uh, the Doc Bookshop has done a great job in allowing us to come in and, and be a part of their community and part of the community, period. Um, get right back to it. Um, as, as we go and move forward with mental illness, um, we, we look at the latest event with our young star um, through the gymnastics. and uh, Simone Bias. Simone, Simone Bias, and uh, I think she's right out of Houston. Texas area but um, just to see her I didn't know it was that amount of pressure on her or seeing it um, but I guess it was so much she chose not to do you know to all compete. the event to compete and I thought that was very um, wow just in, uh, courageous yeah, that was, that was awesome. yeah. yeah that was that was a person in our that looks like us taking control of her mental status. Ooh, say that See, again. Taking control. Now, because of the COVID, we want to blame COVID for everything. But this time, I'm going to say thank you, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you for waking a lot of us up about it. So that that young lady in the age, I think she's in her 20s, in her mid-20s, I believe. Something like yes. She stood up for herself. And and, 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 and and accept something's not right. All right. All right. A lot of athletes go through pressure. A lot of pressure. Just we're not we're not built to handle pressure. That's a lot. So at some point, just like that pressure cooker, it start whistling when when that meat's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it blows the top. Great that analogy. Is how our mind, our brain is. Okay. You have to release that pressure. So sometimes you have to step back out of your comfort zone and and, and take care of yourself because you can't perform as an athlete when you mentally attacked or mentally disturbed. 
Yeah, I, I, I think so. so I, a lot I, of, I, uh, I, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you okay? Go ahead. Yeah, I just think at, at this particular point, you know, because I think the, a couple of weeks earlier there was a young lady I think that was playing tennis. I forgot her name, but uh, Osaki. I Osaki. Think. Yeah, she she was the first one to say, "Hey, I'm not just, I'm not ready. Uh, I want to let me come out and um, and say that I'm not ready. I'm not don't feel well. I'm dealing with some some mental Ill, uh, issues, and uh, and she like Simone. I'm sorry, you broke up so bad. I couldn't understand what you're saying. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that. So Simone, Simone was like, "Hey, she was like Simone. She she stood up." And uh, said, "Hey, I, I, uh, I have an issue, and I want to step back and take care of myself." And uh, the tennis player. Yeah, the tennis yes. player. Yeah, I think she and she mm-hmm. did, she did a wonderful job of taking care of herself, like you said about Simone. So I thought that was very interesting. And then Simone, two or three weeks later, you know, was in the same boat. But they made sure mm-hmm. they they made sure to let her know that. You know, she was a star athlete, and she should be able to handle that pressure. And that was—I think—that was kind of wrong. You know, you're a star athlete at the top of your prime. You should be able to handle that pressure. And I think that right there said a lot of how much pressure she was getting, and how much pressure Simone Biles was getting. Because they—we look at star athletes like they're gods, and they should be able to take on whatever and they don't have the capability of not having the mental is that is that do you think that is more of a uh, being in the public eyes and the expectations or it's just say you know what hey you're there and hey you should handle it you have many voices people pulling you in different directions at times so um you're trying to uh please other people uh and then the depression probably comes in where you're not performing at your top best that you think you know you should perform because everyone is pulling you in a certain direction. Okay. All right. Dre, anything on, on that end? Again, even in in a, in a world of athletes, they have to take a stand. Colin, take a stand. You have to take a stand for your mental health. Football, that's a good example. Yes, it is. I mean... How many football players, uh, uh, professional football players, who have taken their lives because of the, the ongoing impact of the brain? That's your brain is a violent muscle. It's the most important thing, and and the outcome of those those constant impacts, you know, to the brain is is result with mental illness, uh, Alzheimer's. Yeah. Yeah. So. In the athlete um, world, they need to stand up. It, it, they need to be some more Simone. And that tennis player, and I'm the young lady who um, who is originally from Texas, a track star. Yeah, I, I think um, she, she, Shikari uh, Richardson. Yeah, I think she's. Yeah, she's, that young lady um, lost her mom during during that time of that race. But the, guess what? Just like you said, they she got to do it. Yeah. The pressure is on us. Yeah. You still got to run. Do you think that her camp did everything possible to help her in that magnitude? Because it looked like, you know, because you come back weeks later after the Olympics and you got last place. I mean, you came in last I place. Think they, I think they, they showed up too late. I think they should have been dealing with that young lady at the, at the beginning mm-hmm. of the race, not at the end. Mm-hmm. 
um, they they showed up at the end, and at, at that time, she had already gone. She's going through the storm. Um, it's no different than our veterans. You know, what is the the treatment when they come out of war? What is there for them when these athletes suffer traumatic things in their life? They're human. They still deal with human things that we, us regular folks, quote unquote, deal with. Yeah, I, I just don't think in the athletic world that we, it may be in place now as far as psychological uh, help. But I know me growing in, going in and being a part and an athlete at, uh, at a certain level, collegiate level, um, you didn't have anyone to go talk to besides our boys and sometime a coach, but coach maybe not there mentally yeah, or in tune and maybe just, hey, you know, it's just another person on the team and, oh, oh, you're, what, four or 500 miles from home? Mm-hmm. You know, and I just know you by your athletic ability. I really don't know you as a person. So now we have to really think about, hey, if I'm going to pick this particular coach, I need to know who you are, what you do, and how you treat your athletes, your student athletes. And so we got to really go into, into depth, more depth than we do uh, ha- or have in the past. Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, there's people out there that they have for mental health, uh, but we're just not seeking it because we're... We're like, not the correct. Yeah, we're, right. we're in denial. Mm-hmm. Or we yeah. try to hide, hide it as long as we can until, you know... Will that, will that help? Okay, you say that may hide it. Does that mean that... Does that follow us and may not be able to get a job because we mentally tired or mentally not in inputted in? Un- unfortunately, that would play. That would be a blemish because we still judge mental. Mm-hmm. As human, we still gonna judge you. Mm-hmm. So that's why a lot of I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say healthcare provider. I'm gonna talk about what I mean. Okay. You have a lot of us out there who battles with mental illness, but we're not gonna tell the employer that. We gonna, we're going to, as like as athletes, we're going to put on our best shoes and go out there running. Because as a nurse, my job is to save other people going through the same thing that I'm going through. But my job is not giving me an outlet. So we, we, we hold it in. We go to the past. We keep going to church on Sunday, and I'm, I'm, I'm a church goer, and I listen to my word, and I I, I, I pray. Believe me, I'm a praying soldier. <laughs> um, but again, that goes back into history of us as black people. We, we wasn't raised or trained to seek help with the doctor if we having suicidal thoughts. How many times you went to the doctor, and it's a question that they ask you, you have any suicidal thoughts? I know if you as as athletes, I know y'all had to see that question. And how many how many of those same people circled no? A bunch. Uh, Ninety-nine percent. Yeah. That's what I was about <laughs> to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna let you know I'm crazy. <laughs> My actions may so, say say something different, but I'm not gonna tell you that. I'm gonna tell I, myself. I'm not gonna tell you. Have to figure it out. Yeah, exactly. And that's what my ministry is. Speak up. You are wonderful athlete. So, but you also a regular person. True. True. Tell, tell me a little bit about Serenity uh, as far as the the 
that particular company itself and when it comes to mental illness uh, the people that you have in there I know you can't say any names and anything of that nature but kind of give me some insights um, so serenity was originally generated from my mother um, we all got stories you know uh, again mental illness is real real so I'm going to be the first to say I even battled with it um, because I lost so much to gun violence um, so serenity was my mother's project but she never had a chance to fulfill her dream because her life was cut short um, due to gun violence and, and, and most people, when, you, when I tell my story, oh, my mother must have been a drug addict. No, no, no. My mother was a bank teller and a court reporter. See, I, I see the next segment already. She was just cause... at the wrong place at the wrong time. Hurt people hurt people. Okay? So, um, I'm packing up her stuff, uh, shutting down her computer, and I'm having my emotional breakdown and and serenity came up on her um, her computer and her dream was to house um, the youth so they wouldn't be out here on the street. Yeah. That was my mother's ministry. Yeah, that's Chicago, um, correct? That was in Chicago, uh, correct. Um, at that time, we already had a homemaking services, so that was her next phase. And um, so what I did, um, due to the traumatic situation that I went through, that I suffered in Chicago, like I said, losing a brother uh, to gun violence, losing my children, father. I'm, I believe me, when I when I walk and speak, I'm speaking for off my own experience. Yeah, that's a lot. So when it comes, what do you do with yourself? How do you help? You get away from what hurts you instead of trying to suppress it. If you have the ability to get away, then get away. That's a self-diagnose, huh? I had to self-diagnose myself. Uh, uh. I, I Suddenly, I started seeing my patience within me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Why am I the patient now? Hold on. I'm the nurse. How, how am I? This ain't supposed to happen. Right. But life situations. Right. So, life situations cause that. So, so what got, I did was... When, go ahead. And once you got here... Because I know you, 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 we talked a little a while back about it, and once you you move from that because of so many different, uh, you know, losing so many beautiful people in your life, you had to get away. And I know you brought serenity with you here, which I was uh, just amazed. You know how to get that, and you, you got it up and running. Sweat, equity, tears. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And I quit. Uh, having a, a good person on my side like yourself pushing me and encouraging me again you have to surround yourself around like minded people who's not going to judge you again um, Mr. Casey how much did you charge me for that oh it's at zero I love 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 uh, just, <laughs> uh, just you being you that that was free service yeah, right there yeah, true. True. so um Serenity was built off of my mother's dream and, and what she could not do. I, I, I took the torch and I, I carried it the best way I knew how. Uh, my ministry at that time wasn't with children. It wasn't with the youth. 
Um, my ministry was with the adults. So housing adults with special needs, housing adults with mental illness was my ministry. And that is how Serenity um, came about. Um, the individual who took my family's life, they were mentally ill and they were under the age of 18. You know, so and instead of me taking my situation and losing myself uh, with the loss, dying with the loss, um, I, 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 I start turning towards facing the monster. Let me face this head on. So I made it my ministry to try to help as many as I could um, with services that I knew that was needed out there in the community. So you, you know, a lot of you providing housing for for these people. I provide housing for them, um, food, um, nursing services. Um, I provide that ear, and uh, so six years of doing that is 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 growing. So now, guess what I'm doing? What, what I'm going right back into what Serenity was originally built for, and going to get the youth. So now Serenity is opening their doors with CPS, uh, which is called Supervised Independent Living. And then I became a foster parent. Lord, <laughs> I ain't trying to do this. Wow, wow. Preach, so preach, preach. So I just went in circle right back to my mother's room, packing up her things and looking at her dream and her story. And it became my reality. Well, so uh, Serenity is there to help house the mental illness um, who are homeless, um, who who does have social security benefits. Because you want to say how well, how do they afford it? Right. SSI, SSDI, um, Serenity partner up with MHMR. So you're not only getting housing, but you're also getting a program. Mm, okay, okay. Well, it sounds like that 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 we're going to. Uh be uh, that's another segment I see in the future that we're going to talk about and uh, not to cut you off or anything but uh, uh, it's, it's been a, a absolutely uh, wonderful to have you on uh, Thank you. and talk about uh, this mental health and uh, in you. our community and uh, thank you for your stories um, and we wish you all all the luck in the world and God bless you and we're going to continue to move forward and uh, hopefully have you back on the show. Here, here Thank soon. you. Thank you, guys. I enjoyed it. Thank you. All right. Well, we, we appreciate you. And uh, welcome to, uh, and thank you guys for being out there for uh, Black Village Media. And this will uh, conclude our episode of uh, Mental Illness. Okay.